you know who needs to tour in the U.S. more often? J-Rock bands. My God, they need to tour just just every single goddamn coast of the U.S. All right, cool. Um, I'm just going to keep talking until I get comfortable because I hate it when this thing goes and then I just get awkward. I, I would give you more booze, but like <laughs> I said, we ran out of the soft liquors, um, which was all mics earlier. We filmed the whole thing on mics. But we ran uh, out of those because... Like mics hard? Yeah. That's a lot of sugar. You know, I agree, but I only drank like two of them for the one game of Exploding Kittens. Oh, that's so, a good game. It is a good game. <laughs> My students actually showed me that game in the in their music program, and they were like, Veronica, you have to now wear the cone of shame. Oh, and the I'm exploding like, expansion is yeah. so entertaining. And I went, wait, there's a cone of shame? Like, yeah, and so they brought out this like cardboard thing. Yep, and you're fucking... <laughs> And they're like, there, see? <laughs> Shame. Oh. You forgot what order the turn's going, huh? Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I was just, I was just, these are elementary school kids. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> Don't cast and drive. This is uh, your person, your person who speaks. I never have a great introduction no, to this. No. no. Uh, so this your is person a, who speaks. Let's, your person who let's speaks. Let's take a moment here <laughs> and find you a little bit better of a title. No. Your host, your hostess, your person who speaks is not bad, but you have to say it with confidence. All right. Okay. If so you want to be the person who speaks, this is your person who speaks. Be that. All right. This is your person who speaks. There you go. I, see, I believed at that time. Much, much better. This is Veronica Christie, or otherwise V. And here on my right, I have is Jonathan Groth, right? Groth? Grothy. Grothy? God damn it. It's okay. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me? It's Grothy. Okay. I should have asked him. It's Grothy. Sorry. <laughs> so I know Jonathan, actually, um, kind of. I'll explain why he's here in a second, but I met Jonathan through a swim school that we actually both used to teach at, like a learn to swim school. Yep. And uh, I can't, he was after my time a little bit when I started, and so he shows up and I'm like, okay, this is cool. I can't remember if I trained you or not. You were definitely one of the ones who trained me. Okay. I showed up new, you know, I actually, <laughs> I remember you were one of the ones that we had the whole conversation about oh just be the swim instructor you had and i looked at you and thought you were crazy because i found <laughs> out after this conversation that i had a swim instructor when i was so young i didn't remember them oh i remembered straight being on swim team so i when i pictured after this conversation i was like oh be that swim instructor i'm just i'm imagining somebody barking orders from the side of the pool coaching everyone and i'm like that doesn't seem like what everyone else is doing i feel like i'm doing this wrong uh and then i realized because I, I had to ask my mom <laughs> <laughs> no like that learn the school swim program was in like a three feet pool and 
I mean, I had a good time for the amount of time that I worked there. It was fun. I could yeah. tell stories, but yeah, that's we can not both, what we're we can here both for. tell stories. I have a lot of shitty stories about. I have place. some that relate to board games, even. Really? <laughs> do you know why I do so much in the board game industry? Why? It's actually Brad's fault. Brad. Brad, oh, Brad Parker. Mr. Oh, Musclehead <laughs> Brad. Oh, Mr. my God. Oh, no, no. So picture this, audience. All right, y'all you, you got to get this. All right, Mr. works out a lot, has all the muscles, gets the gear. Like, he had a face mask to, like, restrict his breathing because he wanted, like, the high altitude. Like, yeah, everything you can think of about, like, that, that gym bro. Mm -hmm. And one day I'm talking about how I run a board game club. And he walks over, and I, I kid you not, oh, board game clubs. I'm in one of those. And I just, I turn to him, and I'm literally, like, no, you're not. I swear you're just trying to join this conversation. Like, I called him out on it. No, you're totally not. He's like, yeah, it meets Thursdays. I look at him. It is Thursday. Are you going there later? Is that what this is? He's like, you know, I wasn't going to. I'm like, let's go. Right? I full called his bluff. All right? And lo and behold, after work, we go. And there's a fucking board game club. So well, I, I, I look at this club and I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. So I started to make friends at the club, and I realized I really liked all the people. Well, it took me a while to figure it out, but it was run by a game designer, Jeremy Commander, who does a lot of amazing events. If you want to talk more board game stuff, he does a lot. So he runs monthly prototype events, and it wasn't until, like, the third one when I realized, wait, you guys make games like you make money on making games. There's an industry... Oh shit. And uh, that was my light bulb moment. But yeah, it's all because Brad's fault. Because I <laughs> swore to God he was just trying to join a conversation. No, Brad and instead... was a Brad was a very sometimes he'll have like little weird like inserts of that sounds sarcastic. But, but it's then, not, yeah. But you realize you're like, wait, no, that's not him being sarcastic. Like I remember when he first started to do the whole like marathoning and the carbo lo loading and I was like, Are you serious? Like you're eating all these carbs, you're gonna get fat. <laughs> and he goes, no, I need to do this because I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a marathon. I went, no, dude, you're I'm confused. This makes zero sense. And then he posts pictures later that he was doing a marathon. I don't know what the distances are. I you I know run. I didn't pay that much attention. Brad was an interesting guy, but definitely was not in my niche of people I hang out with typically. No, he still Snapchats me every once in a while. Oh, you know, I don't have Snapchat, so. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't, I don't get those. Are they at least interesting? Uh, it's usually of his dog and his girlfriend. He has one now. Ah. Yeah. yeah Apparently that was the reason he was in that club, was somebody wanted to introduce him to a girl there. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he... I just happened to be in the right window <laughs> of when he was kind of involved in that still. Yeah, he, he, I think him and, I can't remember if her name was Agatha or Agnes, but they've been dating for almost, I think, over three years. Well, congrats. Yeah. I am glad he has found someone. Yeah, all the love. <laughs> all right, so um, I guess this is a, a good time. <laughs> I know. I think this is a good uh, segue to kind of say, hey, you are a board game guy or a tabletop guy or a game night guy. Can you actually specify what you are? I am board games. To be specific, <laughs> board games. And no, not Monopoly. Screw Monopoly. Uh, I do a lot in the industry. I do, I've been running this board game club that we're at right now. If you hear people in the background, that's them enjoying. But I've been running this club for like seven years now. Um, I've been working in the industry for two years. I do a lot of little things. 
So I do sales at conventions. I help run other mini conventions, do prototype gaming, run my club here, as well as the YouTube channel Drunk on Games, where we add drinking rules to board games. So if you like to drink and game, please go look that one up too. <laughs> um, as well as I helped found BarCon is mm -hmm. one of the... I do a lot in conventions, to be honest. That's the other niche I do a lot of. Uh, but BarCon was this pet project mm -hmm. of... Um, of Aaron, who I can't remember why I know Aaron, probably sometime at Fanime, random shenanigans. Does Aaron have a last name? Yes. <laughs> I only ever call him Aaron. What is his last name? He's your default Aaron, that's great. <laughs> he is my default Aaron, that's impressive. I have no idea his last name off the top of my head. Nope, Aaron Kelly. Aaron Kelly. Aaron okay. Kelly, there we go. Oops. <laughs> So Oops. you and Aaron Kelly run BarCon. Yes. I am one of the original five people who we gathered up and were like, we'll help make this thing a reality. Because he he uh, he actually just posted it on Facebook and was like, hey, I'm thinking of starting this thing, this mini convention. Mm. And the entire point of BarCon, stands for Booze, Anime, and Rock, by the way. The entire point oh, was... Oh, no shit. Yeah. I never thought of yeah, that. Yeah, that's what it stands I for. I thought it was just like, oh. It's at a it's, bar. It's a fucking anime convention at a bar. No, we were a little catchier than that. Just a little. <laughs> All right. So, booze, anime, booze, and rock. Booze, anime, rock. That's fucking clever. Yeah. So, I mean, the entire premise was just, there's a lot of us who go to anime conventions, and most of us here in the Bay, that's fanime. But there really aren't that many. That's pretty much it. There's a couple of other mini ones. There's more in SoCal. They actually have like in SoCal mm -hmm. other than Anime Expo mm -hmm. uh, as well as we have a lot of other mini ones but basically almost everyone who you almost never see you do see at Fanime mm -hmm. and so the premise was just that's too long in between that's a whole year I basically forgot who you are <laughs> it's been a year hey you guy with the last name I can't remember uh, it's been great yeah what have you been up to for a whole entire fucking year that's a long time. So, BarCon was just this pet project of, hey, what if we made something that captured the spirit, got the idea of it being anime, of the partying aspect, because most of us are adult enough for that, as well as what his specialty is, which he's a drummer in a band. So okay. that was where The Rock came in. Okay. And so what if we culminated that and made it something that was consistent throughout the year? So every first Thursday of the month is when we have BarCon. And so we take over Back Bar, which is across the street from the San Jose Convention Center. Uh, and we've been doing that for a year and a half now. So we, it was just a, it was a Facebook post saying, I kind of want to do this thing. It did not say in that much depth, mm -hmm. but it just said, I want to do this. Who can help? Mm -hmm. And I commented and said, do you need board games? <laughs> because I think all conventions should have board games. Everybody, my motto in life for this is everyone loves board games. Most just don't know it yet. And that's mostly because everyone still thinks of Monopoly. God damn it, that's not. I a good just game. think of when I used to play uh, Life. Life? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. No, any out. of the basic Hasbro games. All right. Okay. You know, sorry, <laughs> Life, Boggle, Risk. Oh my God, Risk is so bad. Oh uh, no, honestly, I think I hate Risk more than Monopoly. But you know, that's. Those are other stories. Monopoly was like one of those games I just did not understand as a kid. I'm like, I don't want to sit here all day and count fake ass money. I want real money. And then I played Life, which was a recurring game in the household. I think we're all like 
me and my siblings were so obsessive of like trying to get like that perfect life just because we were all we were With all the exact about, right kids <laughs> and everything oh man and the right occupation like yeah i'm gonna make 100k a year like we were yeah, we you could decide all, uh, that in like two turns <laughs> did i roll correctly no well then my game is gonna suck <laughs> That's the end of life. I wish there was a cross between life and Oregon Trail, so that way I'm like, <laughs> at some point you, die <laughs> you die of some fucked up disease. <laughs> <laughs> like, you starve. Oh my goodness. You might be onto something there. Yeah. That That's is... my intellectual property. I want percentage. <laughs> whoever's listening to configure that game. Oh goodness. No, that we... I learned a lot from Monopoly with my dad. Because he's a business owner. And he would... The, the coolest thing I learned from him was future deals. And I use this to this day in Settlers, because it's great in there. Uh, but any game where there's trading, you go, hey, I need this thing, and I need it right this minute. I have nothing to give you, right? But if you will help me get this thing right now, I will give you twice what I would have given you now later when I have it, right? Now, live up to your deals, and people will continue to make them with you. But a lot of people forget the fact that money now is better than more later. Because money now gets interest. So in Settlers of Catan, you can build your settlement now. That settlement pays you forever. Being paid forever is better than potentially getting one extra good out of my trade. Little things that I learned from him. However, that was the very few times that I played Monopoly. I hated that game. <laughs> we were always playing just regular-ass cards. My mom was smart. I was an ADD kid with too much energy. She had a <laughs> tiny deck of cards. Oh, no. It was always in her purse. We'd go out to eat. You got 15 minutes till the food comes. All right, we're playing rummy. Let's go. So I grew up on card games. It wasn't until the middle of college when I followed a cute girl to a board game club and... <laughs> Fell in love with the club way more than her. So there's something there's something about you following people to game clubs. I I like people, okay, and and actually, yeah, and ironically like, enough, liking the event more than the person. It you are like. right. All of the board game clubs I've joined that are not my own, I followed somebody there. Oh that's my god, that's a weird, weirdly good point. That it, is nothing. But you found a passion. I definitely found yeah. my. It took me a while, but I have found my passion there. And my eventual goal is to open a board game bar so all of us nerds have somewhere to go. Do you to think play that might be games. an extension of BarCon at some point? Like... I would love to host BarCon there. However, I feel that would be a little challenging. Mm -hmm. And BarCon is wonderful, but BarCon focuses more on music than everything else. Okay. Because I've, I've found that anything that is led by a person is led mostly by their passions. Mm -hmm. And culminates other people who end up on that passion so even though it has the video games the anime the board games and all of the rest of us nerds who could just go in there and realize that i can talk to anyone like they're normal because we're all weird on the same <laughs> level all right which is important because uh, if i went to just a regular bar and started trying to talk anime or board games or anything everyone would just look at me like who the fuck are you go home <laughs> right but if Get i go to BarCon and i talk any of these topics <laughs> I'm guaranteed to at least be heard out, right? So that's, you know, that's important. But inevitably, the centerpiece is his main passion, because mm -hmm. it is his pet project, which is, of course, the music. Mm -hmm. Same thing when you come to my game nights, you'll find that most people end up playing the kind of games that I like, mm -hmm. even though there are so many of them with so many games that you can do anything you want. <laughs> but it's just, I've found that most gatherings, groups, anything, whoever the one who ends up being the leader 
the majority of people kind of tend to follow their interests. Okay. So that one's mostly music, which, while that is not bad, it's not board games. Yeah. So Barcon well, could fit at an eventual board game bar, but then the other problem is, will they physically fit? So just for, like, just the content of Barcon, like, we'll go back to more talking about your games in a second. Um, I actually had your itinerary. I was like, oh, let's talk more about your games. And then you skipped right to Barcon. So I'm like, okay, let's talk about Barcon. <laughs> no, Sorry, it's just I fine. I do a bit of everything. No, it's okay. Um, so as for, like, how do you, you guys plan out, like, the content that's usually happening? Because the amount of the few uh, Barcons that, that I have attended... I kind of like the layout, first of all. Like, Thank you. you get there, like, there's merch Im immediately available, yep. right? Where if you're, like, the first 10 or 15 people who have bought a ticket or enter the facility, you get, like, a free thing. You get a free, like, shot glass or whatever you guys have featured that at that con. Every and, once in a while we do freebies, yep. Yeah, and then uh, you also give out buttons, which is, like, a big thing in the uh, anime community that everyone likes collecting buttons and putting them on their purses or... Like, you know, stock badges or whatever. I have all of them. <laughs> well, you... <laughs> I've only missed one Barcon? But then, one. But then you also, like, whoever's your DJ, like, every time I've gone, you... I, it, was, it, was, it was always the Rap Nerd, because I'm really close with him, but you guys have a DJ there. He's always playing hip-hop music. I've seen uh, the Shogunate perform there. Um, I've seen another rock group perform there, but I've also seen uh, Magicians. Yep. Uh, you guys do karaoke there. So what's the whole, like, how do you guys plan of what you guys want to showcase there? Well, building the con from scratch was a lot of effort because, you know, you've touched on a lot of the little things, but pretty much we just went, what what makes a con a con? And, okay, events, live music, anime, because that's one of our things. Mm -hmm. uh, they probably were not going to do board games if it weren't for me. Um <laughs> Because literally, that's all my genre. You're, you're, you're that guy. I am the entirety of that. And if it's not run by me, it's run by somebody that I put there. <laughs> that's literally my specialty. Um, but, you know, it was just kind of a touch base on all of them. And then we, we talked about it for a good couple of months of what would be there, what could we do, this and that. And then there's all the background logistics. Mm -hmm. You know, how much do you have to rent the place for? How happy are they with this and that? How much do you have to sell tickets for? Um, so we took on a, a lot of these little things. So we did the buttons because everyone does love buttons. Mm -hmm. And we used it as a discount. So that way, both, you know, the more you came, the more, you know, chance at a discount or Also kind of like loyalty things. rewards. Exactly. So the yeah. more loyal you were, the better it was. We started off with it just being a straight discount per button. Mm -hmm. This year, it's bring friends. Okay. So all year long, if you have six buttons or more from any of the buttons, then your friend gets in free. Oh. So as long as you buy a ticket and have your six buttons, bam, you've got your friend. And so, the, you know, first year was about loyalty. This year is about sharing it more. Okay. Uh, no idea what will go from from there, but it's it's become the thing, and we enjoy that a lot. Uh, but then, yeah, so picking the acts has evolved over time. They have they have a lot of experience in um, music shows, mm -hmm. so they took a lot of that for the stage time. Mm -hmm. So it started out with just two bands and an MC. We did we've done. Um, competitions where we bring guests on stage and do like trivia for prizes. We've always done a raffle and still do. We've brought in karaoke this year 
actually, okay. mainly because everyone liked the idea. One one week we had a DJ who was different and was just like, we could do karaoke in the beginning while you're setting up, and we realized everyone loved that. <laughs> Why don't we keep that? Any band songs? I know at Phantom no, May. No, not I know, that I know of. So, so here's Phantom something. Phantom they have a few band songs. Like, I think you can't do the Pokemon song anymore. Ah. Uh, there's like a, I think there's like a really? Rick Astley song. Pokemon at Phantom No. I, I mean, I get no. it, but, because that shit's too much. <laughs> Everyone's like, but that's childhood. <laughs> yes, but if 20 of you do that a year, I understand why that's, drunk, but, you know. 20 drunk of you. Drunk. God, I can't speak. So it's okay. Yeah, Speaking you, you get my you get my point. <laughs> I do. No. Um. So there's nothing that's overplayed and banned for that reasoning, as well as on the flip side, there's nothing banned for any curse words or anything because we have this automatic strict rule of it's at a bar. You have to be 21. Therefore, you're an adult. <laughs> we don't need to filter because we're all adults. You can't be here if you're not an adult. Yeah. Um. Which is it's always a nice feeling to not have to like worry about censoring or things and just have the have the adult safe space (laughs) where it's like oh no 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 political policing of anything no we're just gonna (laughs) be here enjoy ourselves good company drinks music things go uh so no we don't have any band songs but uh, you know if you come as a regular and do pokemon every week (laughs) we we might uh we might think about it we might cut you off (laughs) we uh we really might i think the most reoccurring that we have, shout out to Mode. Mode is an awesome guy who's been there regularly and has actually since joined my board game club and become a regular here. But Mode loves metal. And so every every single month, he rushes to be one of the first ones to sign up and sing something. <laughs> and it's always some crazy screamo something. And it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's super different because... Nobody else sings anything off <laughs> off the scale like that, and he gets super into it. Just, yeah, all crazy <laughs> into it, and it's beautiful. We love it every freaking month. He he actually at this point has the uh, annual pass, so oh. we we have an annual pass you can buy. It's cheaper. I don't remember the full discount. Um, Is that like a like a low key thing? With no, that's a full thing. You can oh. go find it on the website. Oh, okay. Right now, it's up there. Instead of buying for the current month, because the current month is always cheaper if you buy ahead, you mm-hmm. can instead just buy a straight year pass, and it okay. is going to be for one straight year. So on whatever date you bought it next year, you get any and all bar cons in between it. That included the Fanime Matsuri edition. Mm-hmm. So we did one specifically during Fanime Weekend. Uh, that was a bonus. And any other random extra bonus ones we do. So, but yeah, it's a, it's a cheaper deal. You end up with a full lanyard pass instead of just the, you know, here's your ticket at the door and a button. That's it. Because mm-hmm. the buttons are also proof that you bought your way in. Yeah. Um, so th- instead, you get your own badge. You're full out and you're like, nope, VIP. Done. <laughs> Oh man, that no, that's cool. I didn't know that. I just knew that if I bought my ticket ahead of time, that it's usually a little cheaper. Yep. Um, actually, the girl, one of the girls who worked for things, she's like, you should just buy it online every time, so that way it's just cheaper. I'm like, oh, because I think the, no, actually, no, the first one I bought, I I paid in cash, because I just decided to go like last minute. But the second time, like the girl's like, no, just buy it online. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do that. Yep. No, I've always had a good time every time I've gone. Like it's always been a fun time. 
Like, I've never been disappointed. <laughs> we try awesome. real hard. Even when not everything goes well, we still manage to make it a good show. So, you know, What's it's the... taken us a long time, and it's we've boiled down the majority of episodes to a science. And, oh, uh, yeah. Can you explain? I mean, you don't really have to explain, but this is a con that breaks down each event as an episode. Yes. You guys are on season two right now. We are on season two. Yeah. We're a full year and a half later. Yeah. So it went from a pet project to, oh, wow, has it been that long? That is, I feel like that's a pretty dope gimmick. Like, it is. Yeah, like, I like that. It's like, oh, season two. It's like, what? There was a season one? There was indeed. Yeah, yeah we and started you guys from... took a little bit of a break, right? No, we... Or was it, like, the start no, of the new we've year? Done... What was it? Start of the new year was season two. Oh, okay. So, because we started January, lat 2017. Is that what that is? Yeah, 2017. <laughs> I don't math. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we started January 2017 and just kept going. And uh, we've tweaked a few here and there for, like, holidays or for big events. Like, we did one for Fanime. Mm -hmm. So this year we moved the we moved early for mm -hmm. that. Uh, we're thinking of doing similar for Crunchyroll Con because they've moved to the San Jose Convention Center. That's right. That's Since right. they have decided to basically fight... Um, and not anime expo, uh, sack anime, mm -hmm. and take the other three day weekend of the year. <laughs> we're like, well, that doesn't really bother us too much because <laughs> I believe that's already going to be the weekend that would be the first Thursday of a month. Mm -hmm. So that's automatically going to fall with us. Yeah. Uh, no, I like it. It's a nice after party. It feels like more like an after party vibe. Um, with anime, when I went for Fanime weekend. It was like, okay, there's another event going on. I don't have to stay at this convention and see sad people in their, like, expired makeup. <laughs> very and good at point. stage zero, like, half, like, hung over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to find something to do. And then someone was like, oh, Barcon's this weekend. And I went, wait a minute, it's not the first weekend of the year. Are you sure? Like, yeah, it's this weekend. I went, no, it's not. And then I get a text from De the from Derapner. He's like, yeah, it's this weekend. Get over here. I went, oh, shit, sorry, man. <laughs> he's like my, um, he's kind of like Alex, my hip-hop right? dad. Uh, no, uh, Alwyn. Derapner, the DJ. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant Alex, our uh, MC. I don't think I know or put a face to that. He's all your... always MC. Oh, it's okay. It's we'll, okay. We'll I'll, introduce I'll probably you next see time. him yeah, next yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> Alex no. is usually our MC. We also have the new one was Kevin. Kevin. I want to say Kevin. Okay. I'm so bad with names. Please, everyone, <laughs> don't hate me if I got all these names wrong. <laughs> no, it's all it's all good. It's all Gucci. I'll forgive you. Because if you're even trying to shout them out, they'll hear it if they are listening. <laughs> I'm going to make sure this gets posted in our internal Slack so everybody Yay. can hear it. I fully expect that I'm going to throw Aaron at your face and be like, interview the real guy who started things. I help, but Aaron, Aaron was the one with the dream. Yeah, I think I was half drunk when I was talking to him. Like, hey! You get you want to do an interview? That's Barcon. <laughs> yep. We I usually. Uh... I was like, yeah, and you're like, totally. <laughs> and I'm internally going, oh my god, my interview skills are developing, but here, here we are. It's okay. <laughs> if there's any wise words of I'm six months into my YouTube channel and I have a little more experience, it's consistency. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. 
you get better. Do oh, it. Oh man, I've messed up a lot of things. <laughs> it's okay. I have entire like, we went and filmed an entire like hour long episode. Mm-hmm. Looked at the footage later and went, we can't use this. It's trash, because the lighting was bad, the mm-hmm. audio was horrible, and we're just like. All right, so we had a fun night and wasted our time, you know. Nope, it was a learning experience, you know. But it's just, it's consistency. The important thing is never give up. Stay consistent in posting mm-hmm. and creating content. That's the important stuff. That that was my whole motto. I had I had a project that I posted on SoundCloud that the, the automation was adjusted way too low. And I think it was because I was interviewing someone who was loud. <laughs> Oh, me? So, no, no, not you. Oh, I'm not I, the loud one. Interesting. I can't, no. You, do you know Devane? No. No? No. Oh, God, sorry. First uh, off, I'm bad at names. Second <laughs> off, no, I'm pretty sure I actually don't know that one. Fuck, he's gonna listen to this, because he consistently, consistently listens to this, and he's gonna be like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she name-dropping me? <laughs> it's okay. No, he's a, he was like an old, um, like an entertainer. Uh, every once in a while when I'm podcasting, he'll actually send me a voicemail of him being like really obnoxious. And it's actually the best <laughs> thing ever because it's awkward and you feel cringy and uncomfortable, but you just, I just post it anyway. Cause, like, I was about you know. to say, those should become their own like sub posts. Yeah, they, they will. Actually, I need to like Snapchat this real quick. <laughs> that to we're show. filming so that yeah. he can send you another angry yeah, one? Yes. Well. Like so... I'll just say, like... <laughs> oh, goodness. You can say hi. Hello. Devane? <laughs> yeah, Devane. Devane. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I can't. Okay. You should have just Snapchatted all the nerdy posters I have everywhere in the room. Oh, yeah, I'll do... You know, the more entertaining thing I've learned about the posters is that ever since my girlfriend moved in... Mm-hmm. We posted a lot more, but then the corner that is hers has all the lewd ones. Really? All the lewd ones are right in that one corner, and I don't own any of them. So the very, the very, uh... The very lewd, all of the ones over there by the there's a There's a word for the ones that look really, like, young. Is oh, it, like, lolly? edgy? Etchy is, uh, is just the term for... So lolly, I think, is the word you're looking for. Lolly is the young-looking... Most people associate that with like the dresses and things, but uh, okay. it's just you know it, it's generally genreed around the young, innocent-looking. Mm-hmm. Um, etchy is just perverted. Okay, that translates to perverted, perverted stuff. So I know it's know. yeah, because there's like etchy, and then like the two obvious ones are like what um, is like Yuri and Yaoi. Yeah, but only, but like. Sometimes those get mixed up with like genre too. Of, well, like, the show. so yes, Yuri and Yaoi is girl and girl or guy and guy. Yeah. And then there's hentai, is the one everyone knows. Oh yeah, everyone knows that. Um, I've actually had to shut down some classroom conversations with elementary school kids because they oh my gosh. they love K-pop and they love anime, but there's the there's like the subgroup of students who are kind of like the. Uh, into the yaoi of Into it all. Into the yaoi. <laughs> oh, and I'm and I'm just sitting there like, oh my god, they're like way too young for this, and I don't well, want to feed into the conversation, you know. Well, <laughs> so yaoi. Okay, there's, there's, that's there's... what I mean, like the genre instead of like the 
the, there's yeah porn. the genre of yaoi is more borderline where it's like so I always love to tell people this this the story differently mm-hmm. and that's my experience of fanime <laughs> is my first time going to hentai night was I went with this group oh, hentai night. and so instead the girl <laughs> that I was with at the time was like we I want to go to 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 uh, yaoi night because mm-hmm. they had yaoi and they had hentai and they both had their rooms right next to each other right so we go to yaoi night. Mm-hmm. And we're in there, and it's this, this, and you know, it's going super plot driven. It's like this whole master slave relationship, and it's like the whole time you're like, there was no nudity, there was no nothing, it was all teasing. I'm like, oh my god, it's so storyline and teasy. Ugh, so annoying, right? <laughs> and oh, I'm just no. like, where was all the ridiculous, the action, the this and that? And I'm like, no, that's not, that's not what <laughs> Yaoi is. And I'm like, I mean, I get it. So you have to understand the entire time. We're in the room next to Yaoi. Or, sorry, next to the hentai room, right? Mm-hmm. In the hentai room, all we're hearing is yelling and chanting and laughing and cheering, like, so loud that you can't even hear the Yaoi sometimes. <laughs> and I'm like, after this episode, I'm like, I don't want to stay. I want to go see whatever the hell's in that room. All right? I want to go next door. So we go next door. And it was ridiculous. It was the stupidest plot in the world that... that, that it was uh, this guy got indoctrinated into this secret society and he had to find some girl. She was like the prophesized girl, but there was only one way to find her was by this tattoo. But it only showed up after she orgasmed. So they taught her to be a master at sex and picking up girls. And then the rest of the anime was just, <laughs> here's your new target. And it was just, bam, you had to go seduce her, sleep with her, and check for this this tattoo oh, that was, like, never there. hyper-predatory. It was super ridiculous. <laughs> Over the top. Everyone's cheering and chanting all the time. Like, it was, it was ridiculous. And so, like, the storyline was so dumb, it was more entertaining and funny. Yeah. Like... I feel like that's what most... Pornos. Most porn like, type things, like, if you actually if ever pay attention to the stories. Line, yeah, if there's a storyline, the storylines are really cringy and like awful. Like I yep. remember I watched this one where my friends like, no, don't worry about the actual like sex scene. Just watch the storyline. And what <laughs> happened was <laughs> there was a family dinner. <laughs> there was a family dinner, and uh, I think the boyfriend or the son was supposed to pick up pizza. And like, is this the dick in the box? <laughs> uh, not is this quite. The origins? No? I don't think okay. it, I don't think it was like the official dick in the box one, but <laughs> it was like grandpa was there what? was like grandma, grandpa, mom and dad, and then there was like the girl, and then like the boyfriend shows up. And he's like, I brought the pizza, and like when he opens up the box, like his dick is <laughs> on, like inside the pizza. <laughs> And, like, oh Grandpa God. then, at the table, had a heart attack. <laughs> what? Had a heart attack. And then the family's like, oh, no, he's going to have a heart attack. And so they took Grandpa, Grandma, Mom, and Dad, and they all left. And then, like, the girl and the, just chilling and the boyfriend, there with the they're dick like, pizza. okay, we're going to fuck on this pizza. On pizza? <laughs> so, so they had sex on the pizza. Oh. And I just, I was cringing because I'm like, okay, that... That's just a Girls greasy mess. Girls should Ew. not have things like that. No. It, oh, no. You, you get my point. I totally... I <laughs> get your point. Oh but God, it was so... just so cringy. <laughs> and then my other favorite one, which has been actually memed, was the one where a gay couple is in the kitchen and there's this girl eating a salad. And uh, they're, like, discreetly having, like, sex standing up. 
while they're cooking and she's trying to eat and then she finally notices that they're fucking in front of her and she's like oh right in front of my salad and then she just walks away <laughs> does she leave the salad i think she leaves the salad oh <laughs> not even taking your salad oh yeah, but that's my other favorite one. But there's been, like, so many, like, weird ones. Like, I'm just, like... The storylines are great because they're cringy and, like, who thought of this? I want to write a storyline one day for it, but I don't ever want to be the storyline for the porn. The actual, like, sex part. Just Did I just, just write that on the air? <laughs> this will be one of your most viewed uh, podcasts at this rate. <laughs> uh, on Don't Cast and Drive, Veronica admits what she wants to do in life. <laughs> Hey, you know, pursue whatever your passion is. If there's anything I've learned by ditching college and ending up in the board game industry, it's, you know, not everyone is meant for the straight and narrow path. Find whatever makes you uh, enjoy it. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah. I, or as I, my other life motto, if it's not fun, make it fun. If you can't make it fun, it's not worth it. Yeah. I eventually realized that programming is not fun to me anymore. I'm done. <laughs> So and you I were, moved on. So you did programming and... I was computer science. I, I was doing very well. I really enjoyed programming up until I got really social. Uh, <laughs> because I was quite the outcast until, like, the middle of college. And the more and more social I got, the more I realized I don't want to keep sitting in front of a computer programming. While that was fun, it was, like, problem-solving puzzles. And it, uh, it just... It became more and more fun to be social. And uh, so, yeah, I hit this tipping point where I went, oh, I think I'm done. And uh, left and came back and left and came back to school and eventually left for good. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I always tell, like, a lot of my friends who are just like, I don't know if I'm passionate about this. I just, I'm just doing this when I heard it makes me a lot of money. I'm yeah. Like, okay, that's fair. At least you're you're starting the right way. Well, <laughs> question mark, like, it doesn't always have to be that right way, but, you it's know, not I know a, a lot of people who've left because they're like, I literally am not happy doing this, which is a good thing, because I feel like now that you don't really have to have a degree to do what you really want to do. Oh, no, if you, if just, you, if you attempt and make, if, as long as you make things happen, that's the hard part, all right, and this is more of the, you know, go and just work in the field doing whatever, take the odd jobs, get random experience, and the majority of it, though, is you don't need a degree if you're going to be the one running something. So I eventually, my YouTube channel, I would love to become massively successful. And mm -hmm. my real goal is to open a board game bar. Do I need a degree to have my own company? No. But that's me leading my own thing. Right. It's a lot of effort, a lot of work involved. Honestly, probably more than that degree would have been if I had finished it. So what's the uh, YouTube channel show called again? So, my YouTube channel is called Drunk on Games. Go, uh, you know, go search us. We're starting to get uh, get visible. But, yeah, Drunk on Games, our entire mission stemmed uh, a little bit from BarCon as well. But it's just that we create drinking rules for board games. Because my club has been very alcohol-friendly for basically ever. And after a while, we realized, hey, we'd love to drink to these board games. So we just kind of started making drinking rules up. And uh, every once in a while, we're like, hey, what if there were drinking rules to this game? And we'd Google it and find nothing. Oh. Nothing. If you Google it, you will find drinking rules to maybe like four games. <laughs> it was so hard to find anything. And they're not like, here's drinking rules. They're like, 
hey, um, me and my friends were drinking and we kind of came up with these rules randomly, arbitrarily. Like, there's mm -hmm. no, like, one person who's definitively like, these are now the rules. Mm -hmm. There's none of that. And so I, I kind of went, hey, I've already been making a lot of them. Why don't I become that definitive person so the rest of you can go drink to your games that without having to be the one to create it? Yeah. So I've now been that. doing it for like two plus years. The channel was only recently because I finally got access to an editor. Thank you, May. <laughs> that would be the girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I finally got access to an editor where I don't have to pay a bunch of money to get videos going while we're learning. Yeah. So by the end of the year, we should be a solid channel that posts regular weekly videos. And in the meantime, if you find our Facebook page, we do post weekly rules to games. So they might not be episodes, but we at least post the rules to games. And if there are any games that you want to see, please message me. I would love to make drinking rules to all of them. Yeah, we want to make this as interactive as possible. So for those who are listening, if you guys want to ever send Jonathan some rules, please do it. Or just send oh, it to please. me, and then I'll forward it to him. However is preferable to you. If you want to send an owl, whatever you want to do, Ooh. just do it. Uh, no, that's dope. I didn't even realize you had a YouTube channel until you mentioned it today. So, like, I actually want to subscribe. Shame, shame. Please go subscribe. You will be, like, the, the 65th person or something. Woo! I'm working let's on it. Let's get him over 65, guys. No, no, let's get me over 100 <laughs> so I can pick my URL finally. <laughs> YouTube's annoying like that. Oh, so there's, like, certain once you pre Once you pass 100, they're like, oh, you're serious. Okay, we'll let you pick your own URL. So then it's youtube.com slash whatever you want instead oh. of arbitrary digits. Okay. So once I can pass that 100 mark, I can finally be youtube.com slash drunk on games channel instead of... Whatever. Random digits. <laughs> you, you don't have to type the URL. I literally don't. Yeah, I don't actually know the <laughs> current URL because it's just arbitrary, you know. So bull. just search Drunk on Games. Yes. <laughs> yes. We started out with the game Codenames, our most recent, which should be posted this Friday, so probably by the time this episode's up, already yeah. out, is Zombie Dice, which was a real fun episode to film. Oh man. We got pretty drunk on that one. <laughs> No, I dig it. I think my last episode on here, I was kind of wasted. Well, not wasted, wasted. I, I, uh, what did I do? Oh, I was watching Star Trek. Which one? Uh, I was watching A Fistful of Datas. A Fistful of Datas? Yeah, A Fistful of Datas for ne from Next Generation. I don't watch a lot Oh, of okay, okay. That's the That one. was the episode name. Yeah. Okay, I'm like, is that a specific movie? Wait a minute, no, that no, sounds no, like a great <laughs> episode already, but... Okay. Yeah, the whole point was like a, uh, a friend of mine, she was like, hey, you need to start watching more Star Trek because I know you're interested in the conventions coming up soon. And I went, okay. And so I got pretty wasted just drinking whiskey. And Oh man, there's some great Star Trek drinking games. Yeah. I need you can find, see, you can find rules to those. Yeah. They're easy to find. That's very mean, mainstream though. So I feel like that would be. Yeah, you easy. think board games aren't mainstream at this point? <laughs> Monopoly drinking games. <laughs> I will have Monopoly drinking rules eventually. That's my year anniversary. I will make rules for Monopoly because I hate Monopoly. Drink but too as much, my... lose all your money and your estate. I'm not going to reveal my episode until it happens, all right? I already have the plan, but I hate Monopoly, so I'm going to wait until I've succeeded for a year, and then I'm going to post that one. Oh, my God. Because that one you guys will fucking love. I promise. It will make Monopoly bearable. <laughs> All right. So um, just so that people know, um, 
we'll talk about like when you regularly have game night oh man there's a lot of things like i just did not keep track of um it's all good yeah i, I do a lot of random things so <laughs> so uh let's uh let's talk about so you're in the anime and Definitely. you're here because you're in the anime and now you're actually more relevant to this podcast because since Barcon is definitely a music-inspired event. Yes. And I and I usually talk with a lot of music-related people. Now you're actually part of that, even though that wasn't intentional. Whoops. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. No, that was cool. I was like, oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, it, it's Jonathan will be great. <laughs> My major. I didn't have any doubts, but I was just like, yeah, it'll be fine. Like, I just. Barcon's coming up. I need to really, like, showcase him because I respect that event. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. My but... major interests overlap very well because board games, anime, and fantasy novels are my major three interests in life. And, you know, booze can be enjoyed with all of them. So I overlap decently well for Barcon, which is why I'm always willing to help any and all conventions and all I am also 98% extrovert and love people <laughs> so any and all convention type events I try to make better in my best ways with board games so what's the uh, drink theme that you guys can think of because I know you guys had a drink theme oh yeah. uh, we have elixir. health potion mana potion and elixir Okay, so, so that's like, that's gonna stay. Those are our major three themed drinks. Okay, they are colored appropriately and I, I like uh, revitalizing. That would be the elixir. Yeah, the green one's my favorite one. The, you know, they're all good. <laughs> they Any are. plans to change up the theme? Uh, well, you know, we've talked about it a lot, but it's more challenging than we would like because it's not really up to us. Oh. That is up to the bar. Oh, because you can't have too many specialty options or you overwhelm the bartenders as well as they still need to make enough profit. So we can't be going all willy nilly with all these crazy drinks and expect them to be at all reasonably priced mm -hmm. because then they don't make money and they get mad at us. And uh, we like them because they give <laughs> us the booze and also own the space that we're borrowing. So we have a very good deal for now. But we will continue to push that because we would like to eventually upgrade the drinks to another level and see what else we can do to make them more apparent to our theme. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I was like thinking like, okay, this is a cool theme. I wonder if they'll change it up with like a new three drinks with taking away the old ones. So it's like limited edition. That would be really cool. Hey, if anyone has any ideas, go ahead and submit them because we'd love to hear what other people have in ideals. So, in the anime, I, what I like to do is um, I like to talk about stereotypes and tropes in anime. Okay. Are your favorite? So, for example, the like one guy said harems, which is a bunch of girls living with one oh, dude, man. or the magical girl, like centered anime like Sailor Moon or Card Captor. So, what would be your favorite stereotype or trope? And name maybe three series that uh, reflect it. Oh, God. Um, you know, I don't think of them in terms of trope. I know, that kind of caught you off guard a little bit. No, yeah, that's a little different. <laughs> I, I know my absolute favorites, which is No Game, No Life, because games. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. Um, which I'm very sad they only made the one season in an, in an uh, movie. I wish they would do more. But No Game, No Life, Code Geass. 
Gurren Lagann, Air Gear, and Samurai 7 are my top five. Okay. Love all of those. I think the majority of my... Th the, the thing I've noticed that I like the most, and I'm, I'm not sure how this translates to anime because I've figured it out the most in books, because <laughs> uh, I read a lot of books lately, but the thing, the thing that I've found I love the most in a story is just that beat-down character that comes from nothing mm -hmm. or below nothing. Okay. Like, they have to do so much to prove that they're even normal type thing. And I love those stories that take that character and are just the journey of how they overcome any and all things thrown at them. And I, I think I'm even more of a sucker for things like Death Note or Code Geass, where it's mostly the mental out-strategizing. Mm -hmm. Because anyone can be smart. Okay. Doesn't matter where you come from. Doesn't matter any situation. Anyone can overcome things by overthink or out outthinking their opponent, by being able to figure out and outsmart. And so those ones super super great, especially because there's the entire time for me, I'm just like, how are they gonna get out of this? How are they gonna deal with that? I don't know. Next <laughs> week, fuck, I have to wait a week. Oh man. Cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, okay, so. I have a question for you then. Okay. Surprise. If you could erase your memory of anyone, either anime, movie, or series, and okay. rewatch it from scratch, what would that be? Because for me, that would be Code Geass. Because <laughs> God, I love Code Geass, but it's hard to rewatch because you know how they're going to solve everything. I would love to rewatch that where I didn't know it. Oh, man. Um. Shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I got you back. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. Um. I would really like to rewatch. It's the mainstream one, but uh -huh. I would like to just rewatch Tenchi Muyo to better understand the different universes. Because right now everything is just kind of in a blob, and everything. Every time I try to rewatch it, everything still like intermingles, and I'm like, I don't understand how this is related to this. So there's like a lot of like alternate universes in that whole show in itself, right? I, un I, I completely understand. The the irony for me here is I've watched maybe two total series mm -hmm. and didn't really care too much for the originals. Didn't really yeah. care for Tenchi. But one of the spin-off universes with his like cousin or something, Kenshi, mm -hmm. uh, you know, simple play on it. But it that I can't remember that series' name for the life of me. And I freaking loved it. It was amazing because he was just this like extreme hardworking guy. Mm -hmm. Who was, like, it was one of those, you know, uh, always pushed down and seen so little, mm -hmm. but was, like, way better than everyone else in so many ways. But he it's worked totally so hard in a right lot. Now. <laughs> I, I, I really totally love that one. Totally me, but no, it wasn't, it was, So it didn't exactly fit the Tenchi Muyo universe. It was, like, a spin-off side, like, bubble universe. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of, like, the tropes of the world didn't exactly make sense to me. But the storyline was just hilarious. Because he, they, like... Made him do all these different chores and things, mm -hmm. and it was just super entertaining because you just like demolish any and all tasks, <laughs> and so everyone loved him to the point literally, half the his, his day was him trying to achieve these tasks while running away from all the girls that would try to chase him around because they're yeah. like, "But love me, yeah, yeah. senpai notice me." <laughs> yeah, no, it was, was a lot of that. <laughs> oh god, yeah, no. So it was a lot of that. Ayaka, it was like... definitely a harem anime. <laughs> Where everyone was trying to collect him because he was so over-the-top amazing. Yeah. Uh, but it was so great. And, oh like, I didn't even know it fit the Tenchi Muyo universe until later. when Because I had watched that one before any of the Tenchi mm -hmm. Muyo. Sadly enough. Uh, and then later on watched these other ones and went, oh, 
oh, that reminds me of this other one, and Googled it and found out, oh, oh they're related. Yeah. That explains <laughs> a little bit. Oops. Yeah, no, that's how I feel. I'm just like, everything's mushed all together. I'm unsure how what links by what, and if I were to watch it again, it's only going to piss me off. So I don't want to get pissed off, which is why I'd rather erase my memory of it and just rewatch it again. I would really like to revisit Hironi Kenshin again, because I oh, feel Rain like Kenshin's I got, so I got a, like, a really large like emotional response with that one. You can you can easily rewatch Hironi Kenshin with knowing everything and never be mad at that this one. This is true. You're, you know, you're right. I, then I take back my I put answer. that in the I put that in the genre. I'm a pushover. <laughs> I have that in the genre I call classics. And to me, I list my top five, and then there's mm -hmm. classics. Every classic everyone knows of and loves. Mm -hmm. That would be Rioni Kenshin, Yu Yu Hakusho, Death Note. Mm -hmm. What else? Um, Dragon Ball, of any sort. Like, all of these yeah, just, Dragon like, Ball's these really are all nice old watch. things that, like, the newer generation who are barely finding anime now are like, what's that thing? Doesn't matter. New, old, anyone. You can go back and watch any of those ones and you will still love them all. No, I, I dig that. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I wish but, there... What, okay, so what anime would you then want to erase from your mind that you felt like you wasted oh, your I, time? Oh, yeah, with? no, I said was... Wait, that I wasted my time? Yeah, that you wasted oh, your time. Oh, wasted my time. Ooh, I probably already erased it. I watch too much anime. <laughs> Go look at my anime list. I got like two, three hundred anime in there. I've got listed complete. Um, you know, oh you man. really don't have to answer that. I just wanted to you be know, that person. No, no, like, which one actually, really wasted your time? There's one that I remember. And um, so I have this hard set rule mm -hmm. is to not watch ongoing anime. Okay. Right. And uh, it's a very hard set rule, similar to the reasoning you were just giving, is because when you watch an ongoing series, uh, yes, there is the like anticipation and fun of watching a weekly episode and chatting with your friends about it. Yeah. If I did that, I would be okay. All right. I have done that. That is how I watched Code Geass season two because my friends fucking tricked me into watching <laughs> the first season because I was like, I don't watch incomplete anime. They're like, the season's complete. Yeah, I didn't catch that wordplay. So I watched the whole season, and by like the last episode, halfway through, I paused it, called them, and said, you guys are assholes. I realized it's not finishing in this episode. <laughs> I just figured that out, and, and I love this anime. You suck. <laughs> um, but we watched every episode, every week, as it came out, and spent the rest of the week like talking about it. Now that I do, and I love. All right? okay. But I like more to binge things at whatever pace I'm doing. Mm -hmm. It's not very often that I am actually doing that interactively watching with somebody. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I never want to watch an ongoing series. Because if I didn't talk about it or recap the episode or anything for the week, then the next week comes in mm -hmm. and you get, you have this like slight loss of memory. Mm -hmm. Just enough to where like a character can come on screen and you're like, this guy, right? Yeah, yes. No, yes, 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 that guy. <laughs> but you have to like guess for a second. You're mm -hmm. like, shit, I kind of forgot but if you watch back-to-back -back episodes mm -hmm. you know it never loses and then worse that's a much worse thing when it's the full you know year gap between one season and the next season mm -hmm. so i like to wait till an entire series is done or at least the main arc of the story is done mm -hmm. and then be able to watch that whole arc at once okay because then you don't have that loss of information because otherwise you, you kind of want to go back and rewatch the old season and go, oh, but I forgot little things. But then you start watching it and go, yeah, but I remember most of this. And so you lose interest. And you're like, ah, 
I hate that. <laughs> but there was there are some that I've kept up with. Like My Hero Academia, I've kept up with decently well. I just started um, that. Oh, it's good. It's yeah. the new age. It, it's, you know... Yeah. I, I saw a really good picture on, on uh, Reddit. It was uh, Goku, and then next to Goku was Naruto, and then they were both just looking, uh, like, on his shoulders, going, it's going to be okay. Like, because that's basically what it is. It's yeah. all of the downtrodden I had to overcome so much by, by willpower, yeah. is what it always yeah. comes down to. Friendship, willpower, by sheer desire. What, you know, one of said things, it's always, like, the core drive of overcoming it. And so that that picture was just like, oh, that's very true though. It is it is going to be one of those, isn't it? Oh no. That means it's never going to end though. Because yeah, all of those series last forever. But it's super good. Yeah. I watched like halfway through the last this this current season that I think just ended. And and like he just defeated some guy mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm going to stop right here. There's one episode more, but I'm going to stop right here cuz I feel comfortable waiting. But if I start the next episode, it's going to kind of cliffhanger and I'm going to hate myself again. <laughs> Stop. Just stop. So I stopped myself early on purpose so that I would have, I, I wouldn't have as much of like a, ah, I'm annoyed at, <laughs> at waiting weekly and, because I, I was just watching that one on my own. Yeah. But one that I got pissed off watching was a few seasons back, a few years back, was Black Bullet. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. So it was like the hyped thing of this season. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, all right, I'll watch this thing. It was all 12 episodes out. So I watched it. Four episodes in, I was like, did an entire anime just end? Because the four episodes pushed you through so much without really Mm -hmm. explaining much that you, by the end of those four episodes, were like, okay, that should have been two seasons. Like, I'm I'm so lost right now. (laughs) And um, I just, I ended up just ditching it and going, I don't know what I watched. So to this day, I like confuse so much of it because I'm like, all right, what what they did didn't exactly make sense here or there, but then some of it made a lot of sense. But then you you know you just met this character and they're like, suddenly that one's dead, and then this is happening, and it was just it was so all over the place that I was just it was a jumble, and so I just gave up on it and went, nope. Why is everyone hyping this? I don't understand, and so I just like left it, and so that would probably be one that I'd wipe, mostly because. It, it didn't manage to stand the test of time and be important. Yeah. Because nobody knows about it anymore. You can't like, oh, so it was just it. a hype as that moment. <laughs> you can't cosplay as it and someone would recognize it, right? <laughs> Unless you're like... No. You, you encounter like the indie... If I remember correctly, it was, it was just lolly girls and guns. Okay. And stuff. <laughs> All right, so we're going to kind of close this off. First, Alrighty. First, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you kind of announce your plugs of how people can reach you. So, which would be oh, Twitter, oh. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I know you already said about, uh, uh, what was it? It was... Uh, Drunk, Drunk on Games. Drunk on Games on YouTube. Find me through Drunk on Games. Uh, you can find Drunk on Games on on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We have an Instagram we don't use. We should really do that. We should probably do more of that, yeah. Well, you know... <laughs> I'm, I'm actually really, like, big on Instagram. I'm just late. bad at things, all right? I'm good at <laughs> Facebook, and I'm bad at the rest. So I have a couple of members that are good at the others, mm-hmm. and so they manage those. <laughs> In the meantime, I have not found my Instagram member, so we don't use it, you know. Okay. We'll get there eventually. But no, you can find Drunk on Games or Drunk on Games channel. Either email that directly at gmail or find us on youtube facebook or twitter okay 
Okay. And then when are the when are your uh, game nights usually? So maybe if someone were to be interested in joining. Yes, I run a weekly board game night on Tuesday nights. Every Tuesday night downtown San Jose, starting at eight PM to around midnight. You can find us on Facebook at SJ Game Crackers. And Game Crackers it's spelled with a K. Awesome. And then last but not least, the next Barcon date. The next Barcon is July fifth. Fifth fifth. And the website for that? Should be barcon.com. <laughs> I mean, you never know if it's actually like some go like on a our big website. Horn. I'm sorry. No, I uh, <laughs> you just looked at me like barkcon.com. You know, um, fucking die. <laughs> no, we we totally have a real website. All right, I uh, should know it, but to be honest, we do all of our background talking on Slack. Okay. So I don't know it <laughs> because I don't have to go on that. I run the con, so I don't have to go get a ticket because I am the reason it exists. <laughs> So, I, I'm i in that weird loophole where I just tell everyone to go find it through. But you can find Barcon on Facebook. We have the Barcon Facebook page, as well as every monthly episode, we do make an event within the page, and you can find the specific events that way. Okay, perfect. All right, well, thank you, Jonathan. Thank you for joining me. and Thank you help, for having me. Yeah, nerding out for a while. Uh, so, thank you for listening to Don't Cast and Drive. Uh, I am your host, Veronica oh, Christie, girl? or sometimes me, or the talk girl, yeah. I like the talk <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I am the, the talking, talking girl. <laughs> I am the talking girl. That's your thing. <laughs> I'm going to make you a name tag that says talking girl. Yes, please. Plaque it when you're old. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's expensive. No, no, no. I was just going to write a regular stick-on one. And be done. Hello, my name is... <laughs> talking girl. <laughs> All right, you guys have a good night. <laughs> you you going to say bye? Go good podcast. <laughs>